Hi, and welcome to Women in Leadership podcast brought to you by Seasons Leadership, where we focus on helping leaders grow and succeed while building a powerful, supportive community. My name is Susan Ireland, and I'll be your host for today's session. It's my pleasure to introduce my co-host and co-founder of Seasons Leadership, Debbie Collard. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Susan. If you are new to this podcast, please check out earlier episodes where you can find more information for your own leadership development. You can personally reach out to us by rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcasts. We love to receive your comments and feedback. If there's a special episode that is your favorite, take a screenshot of the episode and tag at Women in Leadership on your Instagram or LinkedIn stories, and we will be happy to reach out and connect with you. Today, we have special guest, Kate Gilman-Williams. Welcome, Kate. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's this is so exciting. Um, Kate, I'm going to read your bio here, and we're, people are going to be so impressed because... Yeah. Kate is our youngest guest so far. Kate Gilman-Williams is an animal advocate, author, and the founder of Kids Can Save Animals and Club 15. She launched Kids Can Save Animals to connect her generation with world-renowned conservation organizations, technologists, policymakers, and global leaders who work to save wildlife and wild spaces. Through her passion for wildlife conservation and education, Kate is focused on teaching and inspiring kids and teens on how to act and become part of the global solution. One aspect of Kids Can Save Animals is her podcast, Club 15, named so because we lose one elephant from our planet every 15 minutes. Club 15 was created in partnership with Microsoft and is an extension of Project 15 from Microsoft. Each episode of Club 15 connects youth with top scientists, technologists, and conservationists working on the ground to save animals from extinction. Microsoft contributed a learning lab for Club 15 so kids can learn how computer vision and artificial intelligence are collecting data and how technology is on the forefront of saving animals. Through her entrepreneurial spirit, Kate demonstrates that advocacy has no age limit. Welcome, Kate. (laughs) Hi, thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to have you here as well. And that was a really impressive bio, really impressive. Thank you. Um, for, for any age. Kate, will you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you want to tell us about yourself, and what inspired you to create what you're doing today? So, hi, everybody. My name is Kate Gilman Williams. I'm 12 years old and I live in Austin, Texas. I first got started in conservation when I was seven years old and I went on my very first safari to Africa and my game driver, Michelle, taught me that every 15 minutes an elephant is killed for its tusks, that animals every day are killing animals and I wanted to do something to help. So when I got home from my trip, I asked her if she would want to write a book with me and she said yes. And now we have a book called Let's Go on Safari. And all of the sales go to support organizations that are doing things to help, such as Rewild, 
the Jane Goodall Institute, and the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust. Wow, that is very impressive. And so you've been doing this already for five years, been involved in this. Have you been on a safari since the first one? I have. I've been to Africa four times, but the first three times were to do research for my book and collecting more data. And then the most recent trip I took to Africa was I revolved it all around conservation. I dehorned a rhino, tracked a pangolin, and all these conservation experiences that I won't forget and I was doing to teach my generation how we can do things to help. That's amazing, Kate. You've done more in the last five years as a young woman than many people have, no matter how old they are. It's inspiring. Thank you very much. (laughs) And I mentioned in your introduction that you had a podcast, Club 15. Will you tell us more about that? And how did you get started on doing that? Yes. So um, Club 15 started because Sarah Mastin and I were both on a televised COVID relief fundraiser called Endangered Rangers. And she played a video about Project 15 talking about global sustainability issues. And at the end of the video, she said, join us. So I reached out to her on Instagram and I said, what about kids? Can kids join you? And she said, yes. So I collaborated with her and her team at Microsoft and we ended up creating Club 15. That is great. You are pretty driven, aren't you? (laughs) Yes. I mean, there's a real sense of urgency here. I mean, every eight hours, a rhino is killed for its horn. Every 15 minutes, an elephant is killed for its tusks. And if we don't take action now, we could lose all elephants from our planet in 10 years. So it is up to my generation and we need to step up now. Absolutely. I have a question. I'm just inspired by you so much, Kate. Are you seeing a lot of kids joining you? Yes, kids think that they have to be an adult to make a difference, but them realizing that they can start now and make a difference is really inspiring. And I've met so many kids who are so passionate about saving wildlife and wild spaces, just as I am. So yes, and one of the ways I've actually gotten kids involved is through this campaign I started at my school called Cordis for Koalas when the fires broke out in Australia and it killed one billion animals and all the kids kindergarten through eighth grade brought in quarters and we raised over $4,000 for the Adelaide Koala Rescue. So it's really important for me to get kids involved. You mentioned how you got kids involved like at your own school and you mentioned reaching out about writing the book and reaching out to someone else about starting the Club 15 podcast. How did you even know what steps to take to get started in conservation? Well, it's really because of my role models. I've met incredible role models who have helped me along my whole journey, such as Jane Goodall. She's one of my biggest inspirations. She read an early draft of my book and she wanted to be involved with it, and she got signed on, and I talked about her Roots and Shoots Youth Service Program in my book, and also Sarah Mastin, Banner of Project 15, is a huge mentor. She works so much to to save animals, so really my mentors have guided my way and have helped me through my journey. As Susan said earlier, you've accomplished so much, and you're, you're definitely a role model and hopefully a mentor for others. And that demonstrates that leadership, what we focus on, isn't exclusive to a certain age or an occupation or location. What would you say, 
And I think I know the answer to this maybe, Kate, but what would you say is your mission or why you do what you do? Um, I would say my mission is to end poaching and reach out to kids and to have them believe that advocacy has no age limit and to mend our planet. So in 10 years, we won't lose elephants from our planet and we can save animals for future generations. That's a fantastic mission. Kate, what are you most proud of so far? Wow, this is a hard question, but I would have to say the song because there is actually a song that I created with Jen Hartman Luck. And every time a kid or a family downloads it, 15% of the download goes directly to Rewild. And this is actually one of my favorite projects because just by listening to music, kids can make a difference. Well, tell us what the song is. We want to have it out here. (laughs) (laughs) So it's called Kids Can Save Animals. You can download it on any streaming platform. And you can also get it on my website, kidscansaveanimals.com. That's great. We'll make sure that we have it in our show notes so people can download it multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. What things are you looking to work on or accomplish next? Well, I want to continue doing Club 15, but I realized that not all kids are interested in saving animals like I am. There are lots of other passions that kids have, such as saving our oceans, deforestation, and I want to do other types of Club 15 where we focus on different topics because right now all the experts I'm talking to are giving us ways we can help save our most endangered animals but I also want to have Club 15 episodes where we talk about other global sustainability issues so kids can choose what they want to learn about. You are a leader Kate definitely (laughs) you really are and and this you really are demonstrating that age does not matter What are your greatest challenges that you are facing right now as a leader? Um, I would say getting the word out because even though there are lots of big conservationists in this world and we all work together, it is still hard to get the word out. And I know when I talk to lots of adults and lots of kids, they don't know all this stuff. They don't know what's happening in Africa because it's so far away. But even though it's across the globe, it's still our problem and we still need to help. So I would say getting the word out to everyone and getting everyone involved. Looking at a future focus, more strategic, I know you said you want to get involved in other types of conservation and and do more podcasts so you can get the word out on those types like saving the oceans, etc. But what are your personal future goals? Like looking way out there, and you have a lot of way out there. What are your what are your future goals? What do you want to be? Well, it's hard to say what I want to be when I grow up, but I know that I'm always going to have conservation in my life. But I also have other things I love other than conservation, like I love acting, I love the performing arts, my favorite sport is volleyball. But I know no matter what I be, conservation will always be in my life because it's something that's really important to me. Well, that's special because you bring up a great point that our listeners need to know about, which is any of us is not just one thing. We're, we're all complex creatures made up of many different things that we like to do and like to be involved in. And so I think that's wonderful that 
at the age you are now, you already know that. And you know you're going to be involved in multiple things, but that conservation will always be one of those things in your portfolio. Let's switch gears a little bit. What type of support do you need to be successful in achieving your goals? Um, I would say just helping getting people involved because right now I'm trying to get the word out about Club 15 because I know if people would log on to it, they would definitely get sucked in and you learn so much from all the different experts and I want to get more people logging on to Club 15, not just watching, but me interviewing different kinds of people. So I would say getting different kinds of people and reaching all parts of the globe. Kate, what are we not asking you? that you would love to tell us and get your word out? Um, well, another thing I'm really passionate about is animals in captivity. I believe that animals in captivity suffer terrible lives and that animals should never be used in any form of human entertainment. And I'd love to tell you about my partnership that recently just happened with Born for USA. I'm their youngest ambassador and I'm spreading the word out about that. And it's really important that kids know about it because kids drive tourism money. If your parent one day says, hey, do you want to go swim with a dolphin? You can say no, because if you think about it, you know, that dolphin has been taken from its family. And how does that dolphin feel? And I've learned a lot about elephants in captivity. And I've learned when I talked to Virginia McKenna, who is the founder of the Born Free Foundation, she said, you can have your circuses, but just don't have them with animals. What else is on your mind? Um, well, my number one thing that any listener can take away with this is that advocacy has no age limit. It doesn't define your impact. I know five-year-old animal advocates, 90-year-old animal advocates. So whatever you're passionate about, go for it, and you're going to do great. Get your energy. Well, it's really important to me, even though it's on Africa's on the other side of the globe. I love animals. I always have. And it's a passion for me and getting to see animals. And you can be watching elephants and cheetahs learning. There are only 7,100 cheetah left in the wild. And it makes you want to do something to help. So this is always something I'm going to be involved with. I am so inspired. And we have one last question for you, and it's a kind of a fun one. Okay. If you could be any fictional character or cartoon character, who would it be or what would it be and why? Um, <laughs> well, my favorite book is definitely books by Stuart Gibbs. And they talk lots in their Fun Jungle series, talks lots about animals. So I would say a conservationist in any book, such as one of my favorite books is The Life in My Years, and that's starring Virginia McKenna. So one of the incredible conservationists in any books out there. <laughs> great answer. Great leadership <laughs> answer. Very aligned <laughs> with your mission and your values. <laughs> Well, it's been fantastic for this short amount of time we've gotten to talk with you today, and I'm inspired. I'm going to go check out the website even further. I already checked out your podcasts, and I did learn a couple of things in the short time I looked at them. And I'm also going to get your book and read that. I'm inspired to um, spread the word, help you spread the word. So Susan Thank and I will be, will be getting it out there with you and uh, helping spread that word is so important. 
So thank you, Kate, for taking the time to share your personal stories and inspirational ideas with us today. A special thank you also to the people who make this podcast happen. We couldn't do it without any of you. Marianne Metz, our media and brand manager for Women in Leadership. Lauren Penning, our communications and marketing leader for Seasons Leadership. And of course, Eric Wilson, our producer for the Women in Leadership podcast. Thank you to all of you. Please tune in on Women Wednesdays for upcoming episodes where we'll be interviewing more leaders just like Kate. We'll see you next time. Everybody have a great day.